Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's and wisdom. So today we're going to go a little bit deeper on the topic of fear. So I have a lot that we're going to cover. And so if we don't finish today, we'll come back and conclude next time. And I want to start with that scripture, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, that I just mentioned. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. I wanted to begin by giving us a little backdrop, backdrop on what was happening here. So Paul mentored Timothy, and he mentored him by equipping him for the task of ministry. And Timothy was somewhere in his late teens or early, maybe early 20s when he joined Paul in ministry. And so Paul wrote this to Timothy as an, encourage, as an encouragement to be bold for the gospel. He was exhorting Timothy to not let the spirit of fear keep him from preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. He warns Timothy against the spirit of fear because the spirit of fear because it's the spirit of fear that can cause us to shrink in the face of opposition, persecution, and struggles. And Timothy was facing a lot of persecution persecution in ministry. So he was encouraging him to move forward into God's will with confidence. So you can be afraid of something without being controlled by the spirit of it. Being controlled being controlled by or in bondage to the spirit of fear is otherwise known as anxiety. Now, anxiety is a form of fear. And people tend to use this scripture, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, to apply to all things related to fear or as a blanket scripture about fear that covers all things related to fear. And so we've talked about in our previous episode, we discovered that there were two types of fear, Yaira and Pashad. Those are the two types of fear. Both fears are there to protect us. Pashad protects us from a perceived danger, and Yaira helps to transcend our limitations. And what I want to point out is that there's a difference between types of fear, like Yaira and Pashad, and form of fear, which is anxiety. The difference is that type of fear or a type of anything is grouped based on shared characteristics or a class, while form has to do with the shape of something. It's the way in which a thing exists or appears. Thus, types are based on the broad nature and forms are based on the innate purpose. Let me give you an example. Sponsorship is a form of advertising. In fitness, you have types of fitness like cardio and strength training. But in strength training, for example, the fitness instructor will tell you to watch your Form, the shape, and to breathe in a certain way, that's form. 
As a vocalist, when you're trying to broaden your capacity and vocal range to reach certain notes, you must engage in using your diaphragm form. But when talking about the spirit of fear, as mentioned in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, he's talking about a spirit. In other words, pneuma, spelled P-N-E-U-M-A, something that is breathed into. As Coach Dorothy would say, and she said this before, it's something that's at the seat of our emotions and character. And so it's saying that God has not breathed into us the pneuma of fear. See, anxiety is a whole different kind of animal. It's a form that appears in the shape of something, the form of fear, Yaira, Peshaw, but it, it's, it's there to control you. It's something that becomes bondage, and it's like a stronghold on you. It's something that keeps you up at night and one that wants you to fail. It's a, it's a form of spirit, a form of a spiritual stronghold that wants you to fail, not succeed. It places fearful thoughts to keep you from feeling, to, to keep you actually feeling defeated before you even get started with anything. And I've shared with you that some years ago when I traveled uh, to Louisiana for a funeral, the night before, I didn't get any sleep. I was tormented by a spirit, a pneuma of fear about driving over a bridge to cross the river. The imagery of that was so vivid that I remember waking up, gasping for air in a panic, thinking about this trip. And we don't have really more time to go into all of the details, but just know that it can be crippling and paralyzing, but through God's grace, I was able to overcome it. It comes through, it comes in through an open door that we ourselves can leave open. And that, that door is left open when we believe the lies and doubt about God's word and who he is. And anything that's contrary to God's way of living will allow this kind of spirit to come in. And that's what I believe that Paul is referring to and warning Timothy about. Because as believers, God has given us scriptures to help us identify the ways the spirit, the pneuma of fear can control us and how also how we can break free from its bondage, bondage. And one of the first and foremost doors that opens this demonic spirit is the spirit of fear. The spirit can take on many forms like anxiety, but its intentions are clear no matter what kind of spirit of fear it may be. The intention is to keep you from fulfilling your destiny, your purpose, and your calling that God has on you from living a joyful, spirit-led existence where you give others out of the overflow of love in your life. It will keep you awake with nightmares. It will keep you from overcoming past emotions and physical wounds. Remember that sin, any sin, any kind of sin, attracts demonic spirits. And the spirit of fear is usually the first one to come in the door. And that's why Paul tells us, not to be anxious for anything. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, 
by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will God guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, or finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. That's Philippians 4, 6 through 8. That's the NIV version. It tells us to think on things that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. And so the question becomes, what are the things that you are spending time thinking about? How much time do you spend thinking about things that you're afraid of or pondering the ugliness of things that's going on in the world by watching the news? You can be concerned about something but not consumed. So if you're struggling with the spirit of fear, any kind of fear, I would encourage you to begin first by taking all your thoughts captive, according to 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. And it says, meditate night and day on whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is lovely, whatever is right. Right? Then follow up by facing your fear. So first you need to take captive of all of your thoughts, and then you want to face your fears, whatever they may be. This is your life. Don't allow the spirit of fear to hold you back from enjoying everything that God has to offer. He did not breathe in you the pneuma of fear. Trust in and love God completely. Remember, there's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made in perfect love. That's 1 John 4 and 18. No one is perfect, and God knows this. This is why he has liberally sprinkled encouragement against fear the anxiety of it. We talk about the spirit of it. Throughout the scripture, from Genesis to Revelation, God reminds us to fear not. In fact, in Isaiah 41.10, encourages us, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. See, often we fear the future and what will become of us. But Jesus reminds us that God cares for the birds of the air so much so. that, And, and the fact that how much more will he provide for his children? So he says, don't be afraid. You are worth much more than many sparrows in Matthew 10 and 31. And just the, just these few verses that I've mentioned covers many forms of fear. God tells us not to be afraid of being alone, of being too weak, right, of not being heard, of lacking physical necessities. 
These admonishments continue throughout Scripture, covering many aspects of the spirit of fear. So the key to overcoming fear, then, is total and complete trust in God. Trusting God is a refusal to give into the pneuma of fear. It's a turning to God even in the darkest times and trusting him to make things right. The trust comes from knowing God and knowing that he is good. As Job said when he was experiencing some of the most difficult trials recorded in Scripture, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Once we've learned to put our trust in God, we will no longer have to be afraid of the things that come against us. And if you've done all of these things and nothing seems to work, get help. Because I wanted to make sure that I put this disclaimer out there. Because I know that there are people that suffer with anxiety. But there are solutions and resources and anointed help available. And if you feel that you need to do that, then get some help. I really hope that you've been empowered by knowing more about fear and what it looks like. I hope you've been encouraged about how you can overcome your fear. I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. That is always our prayer. Always, as always, make sure you go to wisdominspired.net to find the links to the platforms where you can listen to the previous episodes, subscribe, and leave us a review. And lastly, if you'd like to know more about our virtual co-working and collaborating community and how you can benefit from the resources, transformational uh, coaching, send us an email to hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line next time, same time, same place, same station, with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wildly productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.